listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, and welcome back to On the Couch with Carly. I feel like I need to apologize because A, this podcast is a bit late, and B, I don't know if the audio is going to be as good. Uh, It's getting more and more difficult to record podcasts, Um, but I'm doing it, so hopefully it will be a sort of good enough experience for everyone. Um, So today I just wanted to talk about the late stages of pregnancy, um, particularly that final stretch. Um, I hope that whoever's listening, if you um, are in the same stage as me or similar stages, or you know someone who's going through a pregnancy, that you will find this information helpful to understand psychologically what it feels like and what people go through when they are incredibly pregnant, about to pop, whatever you want to call it. I just want to also say that the other reason why it's been it's been difficult to, to do podcasts is I've got an incredible amount of building work happening on every side of me. So if you're hearing... construction sounds I apologize um okay so I wanted to talk about I mean the whole point of this of this podcast season is to reflect on my own experience and to use my own experience to to make sense of and highlight what I think are universal experiences of pregnancy um and then of obviously of of birth and postpart and the postpartum period um to to hopefully to hopefully sort of decode um and demystify some of the experiences so that if what you're experiencing feels like it's something only you are are, are having that you will see that it's actually very normal and that um there's a long there's, there's a big range of experiences to be had but that these mammoth life events have got psychological ramifications, you know, and I think that's really all that I'm interested in is is talking to these points about any experience that we have as human beings, that actually that the, the fact is that we are complex beings and our psychology is part of who we are and plays a role in in everything and needs to be thought about and considered because our emotions are incredibly powerful and they guide us and they need and we need to be supported along our our, our journey of emotions so um just to say a little bit about what i've been experiencing and maybe how i'm different from other pregnant ladies and how maybe i'm the same um, I just want to say that I have been incredibly lucky and I'm very fortunate that I'm healthy and that my pregnancy has been uncomplicated and healthy and simple. And um, if you go back to the interview that I had with Jessica Stanbridge, Dr. Jessica Stanbridge, who talked about her pregnancy, she's, you know, she spoke about how for her it was different because she actually had complications like significant 
medical complications in her pregnancy. Um, so at this stage, when you are in your third trimester, very, very, very far along, some of the most typical complications could be that you have um, gestational diabetes, which is which basically means that the pregnancy creates a di- you, you actually create you become diabetic in your pregnancy, which means that you aren't processing insulin and you tend to put on a lot of weight and um, it has a few other health ramifications that make the pregnancy high risk and can also cause the baby to become very big and often cesareans are required at that point because um, it's a, it's a difficult it's a difficult birth to do vaginally. Um, then there's complications and risks and doctors are thank goodness for them very um, you know that their their agenda is to keep you safe and to mitigate risk. So that's one thing. There's also um, the chance of being hypertensive. So that means you have very high blood pressure. And that's what doctors are always looking for to make sure that you're not hypertensive. One of the things that can happen if you are extremely hypertensive is that you could have something called preeclampsia, which is something that moms used to die of a lot in the old days when the medical science wasn't as clued up. And, um, and so it's a very serious thing. And they do also um, give you a cesarean birth if you are preeclamptic. Um, there's such things as placenta previa, which is when your placenta is um, in front of the cervical area, the, the cervix, which means that your baby would could potentially rupture your placenta if it, if it engaged labor itself, because that's what happens is the baby decides when to come down. And so that's also a, a time when you would get a cesarean. So, and, and that's really, it's an interesting sort of fork in the road is that at this point, the idea of how are you going to deliver this baby becomes very, very, very significant and, and, and front of mind. And the medical uh, fraternity will be looking for these specific markers of, of poor health out, outcomes and, and, and particular issues um, that they need to then prevent any um, major issues from occurring medically. And that's when you, you, you start talking about cesarean versus vaginal deliveries, etc. Okay. So I just wanted to say that I'm healthy and I'm very grateful for that. I've had a very, very simple, uncomplicated, healthy, consistently healthy pregnancy. So I am speaking from a place of health and wellness and and majority of women will be healthy in their pregnancy. This is the this is the norm. Okay, it's 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 it is tough to be pregnant. It's not fun to be pregnant. There are all sorts of normal pregnancy symptoms that suck hard. I can tell you, being very heavily pregnant in February in South Africa is rough because of the heat. You've got double the amount of blood that you usually have running through your veins so you you feel very hot very easily um your circulation is just kind of all weird so you get this feeling of like stiffness in your extremities because it's like all your blood kind of rushes to your extremities and it feels like stiff and tight and uncomfortable um and yeah creates muscle aches and yeah just stiffness so that's not that fun you're not sleeping very well. 
um, which isn't that great either. And and you've got hormones rushing through you, which can have a range of side effects. I mean, anything from bleeding gums to hemorrhoids to um, what else? What other weird symptoms do people get? Um, not even weird, like just this is just what pregnancy does, hair loss, hair growth, um, obviously moodiness, um, you know, just a range of different things that, 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 that happened, weird dreams, um, weird cravings, or, you know, so your body's, your body's being taken over. And I would say the worst part about this late stage of pregnancy for me is that you are carrying around this very heavy thing and and you know psychologically speaking i think that's a very significant <laughs> i think it's a very significant metaphor for what is happening i mean if you remember my my episode that i did about the first trimester about how we are carrying this weight of this anxiety this fear of will my baby survive? You know, can I carry this baby? And you get to the 12, 12 week mark and it's, it's a sigh of relief because for 12 weeks you've been holding your breath, not knowing if this baby's going to make it or not, you know, waiting to see that heartbeat, waiting to see that, that go to go to that fetal exam and, 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 and find out that your baby's healthy and that everything's okay, you know? So there's a weight to that, um, that, that you're carrying around that, the father or the other partner of the of you know is just not carrying to the same degree because it's not in their body so i just want to speak to that that the that in the third trimester there's a weight that you're carrying around that is actually physical it manifests in this very real sense of heaviness that you're carrying with you this weight this heavy pelvis this this belly this you know and and some women pick up a lot of weight as well you know so there's this sense of like your body has changed you look different you feel different you're carrying yourself different everything becomes harder everything you're less mobile you're less flexible you're less agile you you encumbered by this process and I think that what I've noticed is that those who are honest about it will speak to the fact that it's hard and that it's and that it's a process that can feel lonely and a process that can feel um yeah unsupported at times and and that there are those i mean there really are those women who love being pregnant even at the late stages they love it they feel great about it and that's great. I, I do think there are people who really do blossom and bloom and glow and look amazing. And people tell me I am glowing. I mean, that's all also like objective, you know, not objective, but like, you know, opinions. But you could look, you can look like you're glowing, but it doesn't mean you feel the same way. And I think what I've seen is over, over the yeah, what if I had to poll everyone I know that's been pregnant that I've spoken to, including clients and friends and colleagues, I would say overall people find it very difficult being pregnant um, and that the experience of carrying the extra load 
carrying all the thoughts, all the worries, all the planning, all the all the experiences that's happening in your body, whether it's heartburn or indigestion or constipation or whatever it may be, that it's in your body. You're the one that's taking it on and that's not nothing and that it's it's tricky, it's tough. And I do think pregnant women are in some ways treated kindly like i think i think this is, that society does make allowance for the fact that pregnant women are being um what what's the word there's an ex, an additional burden on them and that that's something that the community needs to support and 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 help out with but i think that the way that people go about doing that is misaligned so let me let me give you an example so so i think i think there is this idea that 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 if you're very pregnant you are you know a little bit less capable and a little bit less um and and, and should be given the opportunity to rest and relax more okay so i i hear that and i think that that's great how that presents in people feels misaligned. So what it will feel like is people telling you not to do things that you're already doing. <laughs> so let's say you have people around at your house and you're about to make them tea and you ask everyone to make you, you know, what tea would they like? And they say, no, 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 don't make tea. Uh, uh, you know, you, you're pregnant. You shouldn't make tea, you know? And like, yes, that's cool. I think that that is well intention like I think that's I think there's good intentions there but it can also be like well I'm already doing it like I'm standing up I'm already here I'm doing this thing and you're not telling me not to do it but you're not actually getting up and helping me you're just telling me not to do it it's like the feeling is is more about you feeling like you have a right to tell me what to do and not to do with my body <laughs> again back to that body the body autonomy stuff and it's and it's not it, it doesn't come across as supportive in in some ways like it's it comes across as bossy it comes across as like a kind of mothering that's that's a that's like a bit invasive intrusive um yeah that's that's what i'm picking up or you will go out and be with absolute strangers and they'll come up to you and say to you, oh, you must get off your feet immediately, go lie down, you know. And it's, and it's fine. It's like, I get it. There's, 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 the intention behind it is we, we see you carrying something more than what we're carrying and you need to rest. But there's a way that it's communicated that doesn't feel like the rest is being offered in a supportive, kind, compassionate way. I don't know how to explain it to you other than that. Um, so it's a very, it's a very interesting thing. It, it reminds me a little bit of when I, when I teach Oh Baby WTF, we talk about matrescence and matrescence is um, the process of becoming a mother. It's a very particular process in the life cycle um, it's a transition into a new role, a new identity. And we talk about how, it, as it sounds, it's a lot like adolescence. And adolescence um, is also a very specific time in our life cycle, but we have so much information about how to transition into adolescence. You know, 
how to support adolescents, how to understand it, contextualize it, make sense of it, um, which we don't really for motherhood. And I guess what I'm what I'm connecting with in this space is is and in this process of of late stage pregnancy is this idea that the the support that comes at you is it's, it's like mis, it's misaligned in the sense that it it does feel I guess similar to the way adolescents feel when their parents try to support them in such a way that they're they're it's not empowering it's like they're missing the point. They're still treating you like a child while they try to help you through adolescence. And I think that that's not necessarily anyone's fault. I think it's the fact that it's a really tricky stage of becoming, of developing, of blooming into something. And the same can be said for matrescence, that there's this sense of how how can... I receive support, and I think this is a really big question to ask yourself and will be big in your postpartum period as well. It's like, how can I receive support? How can I learn to ask for things? How can I change my feelings of frustration and loneliness and, um, uh, you know, the, the sense of isolation I might feel, the sense of this is all on me. I've got to do this all. This is, you know, this is my burden to bear. Like, how do I shift that into, I can lean on others. I can share the load. I can, I can, you know, ask for my needs to be met in such a way that I don't feel like by doing so, I am less than, you know, that I am doing less or that I am less capable, or that I am in some ways relinquishing my my control, or my power, or my autonomy, or my independence. And I think this is one of the biggest questions that we have to ask ourselves as we become mothers. Um, and it's it's it certainly started already in pregnancy, which is this 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 feeling of like, I hear you want to help me, but the way you're offering the help feels like it's taking away my autonomy and taking away my my sense of of you know who I am in the world and what and what I've been holding dear to myself as like being capable in the world right and yet here you are also walking around with this heavy heavy burden inside of you that does encumber you it does make things harder so i do think it's an incredibly useful time to reflect on letting people help you stopping doing less um noticing what comes up for you in in terms of the feelings of you know does it make you feel insecure when you aren't doing everything for yourself does it make you feel vulnerable you know what is it what is what comes up and what and 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 what a crazy concept but if you remember that that same interview with Jess Danbridge she said I asked her what made her feel the most empowered and she said getting support made me feel the most empowered and I thought that was so amazing because that's essentially what I would say is the absolute 
best case scenario, best outcome for all of us is that we learn that those two things are not mutually exclusive. Being empowered, being powerful and being supported go hand in hand. And when we think about birth and the process of bringing a baby into the world, which is a radical process, and I, I'm really excited to do a podcast on that one as well. Um, but it's a powerful, evocative process. You know, what is required is both this enormous amount of surrender, a kind of stepping back, a kind of stepping out of your own way, a kind of um, relinquishing of control and power and, and, and almost a kind of quietening of that part of us that says, I can do this my way, <laughs> you know, which is kind of in a very small part, the, the same thing that happens when someone offers to make you tea, when you actually have just offered to make tea. It's like, actually, I'm already making tea. Leave me alone. You know, it's, it's, but, but knowing how to like step back and, and, and connect and, and just, be with your own needs and the fact that you don't have to do it all. Um, yeah, I think is super important. And then you can make space for someone else to come in and hold you and support you. And it may look like saying, okay, cool, thanks. You, you, you're welcome to make tea which may feel really odd to you because it's like, but I was making tea and I interfered. And, but it also can feel like, no, this is okay. I deserve to sit down right now. You know, I deserve to take a break. I'm worthy of that. I'm doing a lot. Anyway, so so I'm I'm working with this, which is this kind of maybe a little bit of a push-pull dynamic of um, – how to be powerful, to know your own power, to know that there's something incredibly innately powerful about being a woman who is carrying a baby and then birthing a baby. Like there's something, I, 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 just, I just don't think that there's another human experience that requires as much natural sort of um, innate strength and perseverance and um just a, just an incredible capacity to tolerate and manage and be with uh difficult difficult processes you know um challenges it's a challenging experience so if you get through it you can feel like powerful about it you can feel this is something that that this is like i'm capable of which is which is a wonderful gift to feel that way and that is done alongside in parallel to being supported nurtured cared for held it is done alongside resting taking time for yourself being quiet being still being observant of the t 
tug of war that goes on inside that says, I must do everything I, I used to be able to do. And then knowing that actually it's okay not to, and it's okay to reserve energy for yourself, and it's okay to um, to let to let others step in, to let go of your expectations of yourself, and and to not feel resentful of that, to not feel that that robs you of something, to not to not feel insecure that oh if I'm not doing it I'm less than to let that be something that actually fills you up almost like something that would uh like like if you you know working out all the time and you take a rest day that actually the rest day is also just as important for your muscles to rebuild to get strong you need that rest day so that your muscles can recover so that you can build those muscles so that they actually get stronger you know it's it's that sort of concept and and if we can see it like that i think that's a superpower i really 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 think that so i encourage you to ponder this um concept this week and please if you have any comments or thoughts send me a message i'd love to hear what you think and if you are in the final stages of pregnancy, good luck. Um, I think that it's a very interesting time right at the end where you are waiting. If you if you are waiting for your baby to initiate labor, it's a very interesting time. There's a lot of psychological stress, I think, associated with that. There's a lot of sort of hurry up and wait feelings. There's a lot of anticipation. Anticipation is such an interesting psychological concept. Some people love the feeling of anticipation. It's exciting, you know, being on the edge of one's seat, not knowing what's going to happen. Other people find anticipation a very stressful feeling, not knowing when will it come. If you do opt for a, a, a sort of natural slash vaginal experience where you don't know when the baby's coming, that you you are far more in the unknown because a scheduled cesarean, you know, you know the date, you know, you can put it in the calendar sort of thing. But being in the unknown is one of the most frightening human experiences, but it's also the most like real human experiences because actually what do we know? We, we, you know, we think we know, but what do we know? And being in this time um, where it's, where you're waiting and you're not sure when it's coming and you're not sure what to look out for. And you're, you, you're doing, I guess, what all human beings do, which is looking for signs and symptoms and reading and getting evidence and gathering observational data because, you know, we, we want to see, we want to believe that things that we can see. Um, but actually there's something going on here that's beyond our control and beyond our ability to know, to understand. And, that, and, and that's huge to kind of lean into that. You know, so whoever you are, you could be as hippy dippy or as, you know, conventional as, as anything. If you are going to have a baby that's going to choose its own birthday, you're going to be experiencing this. You're going to be realizing how unpredictable and out of control life is. <laughs> and that may be terrifying and it may be soothing. It may be something that helps you to connect with some sort of system or power or source that is outside of you i mean some people talk about birth as a very spiritual event i think whether you are spiritual or not there there is something very magical about 
transitioning from pregnancy to birth, that, that a baby coming into the world is an incredibly evocative experience. And if you're pregnant, you're anticipating that, you're, you're aware of that. There's something shifting inside of you that knows there's something going, there's going to happen, you know. And it's a, it's a lot. And so if you think about it just in terms of that, you, you know, I mean, I, I would say you know then that, it, that that's a lot already, that, you, that to add on anything else on, in addition to that would be too much for your nervous system, for your brain, for your body, for your mind. So take it easy. Take it easy. Let yourself sink into this experience. Ask yourself lots of questions. Do lots of journaling. Um, connect with the, 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 the thoughts and the ideas in your mind and know that they're all relevant and useful, that you are a person who is processing and thinking and feeling about something big. And all of those thoughts and feelings deserve to be heard, deserve to see, to see the light of day. So that's what I encourage you to do right now. Take care. We'll be